This month's Stasis High podcast is sponsored by Boulevard Branding Company. Boulevard Branding Company is a branding company that specializes in launching startup companies and rebranding existing businesses. Your company will be digital and visually amazing. So if you're looking for a rebrand, you're looking to bring some life to your company, please hit up Boulevard Branding Company on Instagram at BLVD underscore brand co on Facebook at BLVD Branding Co or visit their website at www.blvdbrand.com. Stakes is high podcast. Peace. When I first heard Stakes is high. I was Stakes is high. You know them stakes is high. You talking about them. Stakes is high. Y'all know them stakes is high. When we dealing with them. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, brother? I'm chilling, man. Chilling. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you, folks, for coming back once again. Yeah, part two. Ashley, what up? What up? They didn't think we was going to do it, but we did it. We got a part two. Part two. <laughs> We needed well, it. You ain't got to do an introduction. We're just going to roll yeah, into it. Yeah, that's why I said, Ashley, what up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in with us, uh, this is a part two to uh, a two-part um, Ashley story. I don't know what we're going to call it, but, you know, uh, this is, wait. Part two. No, part two. I'm trying to think of the date. But, yeah, I'm all screwed up. Yeah, the dates are dates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dates, dates yeah, and episode yeah. numbers are gonna be a little, yeah, Jack, but, a little hazy. Yeah, but anyway, uh you'll catch on. Yeah, if you guys want to listen to part one, please uh go to TC. At Stasis High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email, stasishighpod at gmail.com. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to go, we're going to jump back into Ashley's story, but we do have an idiot of the week. So we're going to keep on with our idiot. Oh, thank you so much. Ashley's giving us her bartending um, <laughs> skills over here. So <laughs> uh, we're going to go to our idiot and then we're going to get back to Ashley, uh, Ashley's story, yeah. uh, which I'm excited to get to because we, it was good. It was good. Um, Part one for sure. So definitely was, definitely was. We yeah. gonna pick up right where we left off. Yeah, let's get to this idiot of the week. Hi, my name's Arthur Jones. Arthur Jones. I didn't, I didn't even mean to do that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. All right, so TC, we have. Uh, uh, you want to do the explanation before you play the clip? So. um I just felt like this one, man, with us having, uh, and, and it, and I really wanted to do this. A, I mean, the guy's an idiot on, on multiple levels, and, and you all will hear it uh, for yourselves. But I thought it was fitting for the episode, uh, just because we have Ashley on. Um, she's very involved with the community, um, politics, et cetera. And uh, the person you're about to hear uh, is a man uh, named Arthur Jones who was a white nationalist uh, running for Congress uh, in Chicago's third district. Now, 
he is very pro-white, which, um, I mean, you, you have your opinion to be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Um, but he thinks that <laughs> the world is better and neighborhoods is better and community is better if everything is pro-white. And the lady interviewing him um, during this clip is biracial. Yes. So, I, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this with Ashley since she is biracial. And I wanted to kind of see what her thoughts would be on this conversation or this uh, this clip here. So here's here's uh, Arthur Jones and how he feels. Hi, my name's Art Jones. Arthur Jones is running for Congress in Chicago's third district. Do you think you have a shot at winning? Listen, I wouldn't be in this if I didn't think I could win. He's also one of at least eight white nationalists running for state or federal office this year, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. I consider myself a white racialist. Jones was a member of the American Nazi Party who denies the Holocaust ever happened. Six million Jews. Ridiculous. He's also campaigning to keep Chicago's neighborhoods 90% white. I think most white people want a white neighborhood. Do you think that black people are genetically inferior? The average IQ of a black person is about 20 points lower than the average IQ of a white person. Okay? I went to Harvard. All right. And you've got a lot of white blood in you, too. Some white blood. I'm African-American. Well, that's where your intelligence is coming from, I think. You think it comes from my white side? I think so. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, that's 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 Arthur. That's a little snippet of Arthur. Yeah. That's Art Jones right there. Yeah, the clip goes on to uh show him in the streets of Chicago. There was actually uh a gentleman in the streets who was supporting him. Yeah, yeah. You know he, what I mean? He, he was riding with everything he was saying. Like, oh yeah, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's the the community is better without black. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pro white. Yeah, that's how we that's, that's what we want to be around. That's all we need. They are inferior. They are not intelligent as us. All that. Well, there's a disconnect for many reasons. Um, White nationalists and a part of the Nazi party. Come on. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, well, first of all, uh, Arthur was, he's a very old man. Um, I mean, how does he, I I don't know, man. I I always look at it like this. I don't, to be a true racist. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very hard in today's times. In today, well, uh, why? Why in today's times? Okay, I get because you know, author probably loves sports. <laughs> okay, I, I see where you're going. He's gonna have to cheer for LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Sucks. I mean, hell, even, and if if he plays baseball, for his baseball, you know, every yeah, you know what I mean. Golf. And, and 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 that's why I say like if you look at like things like sometimes like sports are kind of like uh, and not all and not everyone likes sports but everything we do right. every everything we do it seems like there's some connection to um, ethnic groups that's going to be a part of that right mm-hmm. so it's like even just like his everyday living is going to have to have probably some kind of interaction with black people oh yeah you go to the drive-through. Uh, black person got hanging your food. If Everything knew, you if I, do. If I knew who he was, I'd throw that shit at his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Ashley. Said, but what, what's, what's your thoughts, Ashley? That doesn't mean he has to like them for the core and really realize that they're humans too. Think about Django in the slave fight scene. Mm-hmm. They didn't really consider the blacks human. They saw them as beasts. 
and literally what what animal um, as what they saw blacks at the time was going to be the most fierce and strongest. They put money behind that. And if you think about the parallels to today with basketball and other sports, mm-hmm. we're seeing, seeing kneeling now where it's banned, where while they're even out on the field, we can't even represent what freedom is for us. Right, right, right. And it's, it's all about money and who has the best team and who's willing to win from there without any sense of humanity tied yeah. to it. It's, so, that's my say, thought. So, he think it's, so you're saying it's still it's just like they still think there's an inferior and a superior Absolutely. complex. But probably never took an anthropology class. But, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but sports co- I think sports land. come to a different level. I mean, I see the communication, yeah. like the worldwide communication of sports – People cry for their teams. You know what I mean? But people cry for, like, their horses. Like, <laughs> and their dogs. And their dogs. But and some people think bets. the dog is more than a human. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll take kisses from that. Do you, think, do you think more white people think that dogs are human than black people think? Do you think that, do you think that more white people see a pet? as part of the family and embraces it you know, or holds it closer like, like a human versus mm. a black person is seeing it as a, a pet. No, I don't. I think what happened. No. I, I get, no, no, I don't think so. No, I think I, it's the relative connectivity. Really? Like yeah. what? Mm. Let me scoot this that's, that's something I would have to say um, is needed more than anything. And um, like say for instance, someone can go their whole entire life living in this hometown never any exposure to blacks other than what they see on TV. Mm-hmm. And from part one, remember I was even making the joke about like ratchet TV, how within our black culture we'll yeah. accept certain things, but from an outside eye and never having any touch and connectivity, whites, they imagine that to be reality. So why would they want to interact with that? No, I think that so it was a re- I would say a more relational thing than mm-hmm. anything. No, I think that you I think you're right. I, I didn't say that it's impossible, but oh, I think okay, it's I think it's very, very hard in today's time to oh, be yeah. because I mean I think I think before, you know, you had such things as all white neighborhoods. You had such things as probably back when Arthur or whatever his name was, he probably lived in a time to where because he looked like he was about ninety years old. He had to be at least eighty. Uh, uh, he, yeah, he, you know he what I mean. There. So he lived in that age. He kind of purposely bad. closed himself out in the world. Yeah, and he in Chicago of all places. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and he probably lived in a time. I mean, he lived obviously he lived in a time. If you haven't listened to the episode with my grandmother, um, please go back and listen. But she lived in Mississippi, and my grandmother's eighty. 84, you know what I mean? So she still lived in the time that we're sharecropping and they was basically living under the terms of being basically slaves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I mean, that's, what, why, that's why I said today is very yeah. hard. But, but what, ask, does that mean? What, does that, what does that mean though for, um, you know, politics? I mean, it says like he's one of eight white nationalists running yeah. for the Republican Party. Yeah. Like what does that mean for politics? Like obviously they're, he ain't he's not alone you know no, there are not. other people that have that view mm-hmm. and think white is pure and want white to be Absolutely. the majority and you these are the people that are running i think for we've had office, it. i think we've saying? had it i think people are more vocal with it because yeah. if you think about it like in the early 90s i think it was david duke oh yeah david duke david duke was mm-hmm. you know um a, a member of the ku klux klan you know what i'm saying yeah. and like a leader at one like one sector he ran for office almost yeah. won yeah 
almost won and you know and, and he ran again actually i think like within like the last few years mm-hmm. so it's always been i think what's happened to, you, to answer your question i think it's just like it's more prevalent yeah and i think trump has created this atmosphere yeah, that's, be, that's fact because that's they fact. went on to say like they felt like trump was doing what you know they felt like that was if you listen to the clip and continue to listen to the clip they talked about how they all support trump and they had another interview with another guy on there and, and during that interview and he was another the white nationalist and I mean Arthur's out of his damn mind if he thinks ninety percent of Chicago neighborhoods are gonna be white. all white. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's he's running unrealistic right then, you know. Unless he's like in this uh, fake world all this time. Unless he's like counting like Navy Pier in north of that. And that's it. Not even <laughs> in the north, especially with go, the Jewish uh, culture. Uh, like Rogers Park, for instance, yeah. uh-huh. if we really think about it, there's a large um, Jewish community that is right there mm. in the cusp yeah. of, I mean, a lot of money. Mm. And then, too, just with what it's had impact yeah. wise. So I, I know some bankers who know. work in Chicago, yeah. but most definitely live on the outskirts. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. and they're black. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, Arthur, you. Yeah, you running under. A, yeah. But, you know, I guess, like you said, TC is scary uh, Yeah, because you got that idiot. But you got idiots following them. Oh, absolutely. And then, absolutely. and then the worst part, then you got us who don't pay attention to politics. Yeah. And so then you got the idiots following the bigger idiot, and then you got us who not mm-hmm. paying attention at all. And that's how they just slide right in because you ain't absolutely. got nobody to counteract it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're not like, oh no, we can't let this person get in. You know, blind eye. They don't. They have no idea. So. But- but you know, man, I think really, I think really, I think we in a in the reality of it all, man. I think it's been happening already. I think we it's not this blatant, but I think when you start seeing, I mean, we heard this all through like '90s rap, right? We heard like the guys being like, they turned in their uh, KKK uh, hoods for black robes. They're judges now. They're police officers now. You know what I mean? So, I think it's been happening. But like, like I don't think it's. I mean, this is extreme. What this cat is like. Yeah. He's just blatant with it, you know what I mean? So, and I think it also comes down to just the education as far as who someone should represent. It's not just yourself mm-hmm. and your interests, but for him in that third congressional district, who yeah. else makes up that mix? It's not 90%. Yeah. And with it, like, who is there to counteract what he's talking about? Mm. And making sure he's not in. I think they and said, didn't they say he's running? Dang, I don't know if he. What? Was it a. Ah, oh man. I, I, what, I was what, sure what, what, Chicago 3rd District? What yeah. Was it, did he have anyone running against him? Was he uncontested? Uh, it may uh, have I, been. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> he may have been uncontested. <laughs> he may have been uncontested. That would be trash. I mean, but you got to get a trash can to run against him and he'll beat him. You know what I mean? Anyone man. can beat that dude. I mean, just. You know, I'm, if, about call, if the, I'm about to call my boys. Like, just go against this cat, just, dog. Just, just stand up there, man. Seriously, please, just tell, put it on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. Tell everybody, tell everybody, show up. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, it. But so he actually is uh, going against. Oh, he's got some. Okay, good, good. Well, the area is Democrat of Cook, uh, Cook County, okay. so there's been an incumbent who's held the seat, Democrat, Dan um, Limnitsky, and Mm -hmm. his dad, even before then, Bill, who was also another Democrat, held the seat. He's running as a Republican. So Mm. really in whole, I mean, he can try to move stuff, but But he ain't moving. But you don't think he got a chance. He ain't ain't got a chance. Right, right. I mean, you're trying to to infiltrate something that's been Democratic for, for years. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not going to go very well. And technically, from a, a base, uh, just looking at the third congressional district, 40% is white, not 90. It's impossible. Um, 33% Hispanic, followed by um, multiracial, uh, 14%, and 5.2% African American. Listen, yo, yeah, like, the, you know, listen. But it's the just, world is moving. The forward. world is moving. But it's changing. But Globalization. A lot of this. Yes. Yeah. Come on, man. But what hap- what's happening, and man, you know, I'm kind of, you know, um, it's bringing out, it, I think, you know, I think Donald Trump went in and just kind of the the climate that we live in is very interesting that people are coming out and being very, very open with yeah. their bigotry, their racism. Um, oh, I need to make a correction. So last week uh, on last part one, I said, remember we were talking about uh, Valerie uh, Jarrett, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I said the Muslim aspect was talking about President Obama. It was not. It was her. It was her because I think her father is like Persian or something like that, and her mom is or somebody's black. I don't know, whatever. But mm-hmm. that's why they said the Muslims. That's how Roseanne said that. Yeah, that's why she said. That's why she said the Muslims had a baby with the Planet of the Apes or whatever. So. That's what it was about, like her, her. It was her. Uh, her background. Yeah, her, her background. Yeah. So Obama had nothing to do with it. He just, she just was on his cabinet or whatever. So, yeah. So I had, I just, I looked into that and I was like, oh man, we were wrong, or I was wrong, or whoever said it. But yeah, man, I don't know. Um, we'll, I guess we'll continue to see. But I do. I had a bet with a guy at the gym, and I'll say it here. And it's not one time have I ever been for Donald Trump. But if the economy continues to stay at a standstill of where it's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, unless it's unless the economy plummets, Donald Trump will probably do another four years after this four years. And it's crazy to even think about that. And it's also a few other things to I, keep in mind. I didn't think he's going to make it this long. Be real. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think people care about the moral stuff anymore. It's almost like he did the eight, the Eminem microwave. eight mile. Microwave. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's hot about it now. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck it. You know how Eminem did the eight mile? He's, he's almost at that point to where he's just like, whatever. Like, so what? Say I'm what you want to say about me. I mean, yeah. he was doing that at times. He was, I remember that one time he was like, I can kill someone in the park and people are still going to ride with me. Almost something like that. Yeah. The Eminem eight mile. I'm going to just say everything <laughs> right now, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but go ahead. What would you say? As you well, said? I mean, also, too, when you think of when the next elections are coming, there's a few things to actually keep in mind. So 2020, right? Mm -hmm. 2020 is the next census year. So we're hearing right now a lot of the hype about people being afraid to mark their race or different identifiers, especially with our immigrant communities and then also homeless as well. We are very, very dependent on making sure every door is open to help fill out census information Mm -hmm. because one who is elected is represented based off those numbers. Right. And then two, any like social services uh, that are tied to community are based off those numbers. Mm -hmm. So we got that to worry about. If we're scaring our minority communities to feel like they're even able to fill that out, that's just going to, provide an influx for more support towards one side yeah and that's scary and then two there's another thing to keep in mind not to be so technical about it but all right in the state of indiana there's what's called the real id Mm -hmm. so if you're in indiana you look on your driver's license on the upper right hand corner if it does not have a star on it 
then you have to get what's called a real ID. I probably got it. Yeah. Look at your IDs, <laughs> real ID, oh, star yeah, on yeah. it. I heard that, and they were trying to include that into the voting process. Well, it's um, something that uh, has nah. to be done by October of 2020. Wait, where, nah. October of 2020. You need to get one. Let me see your ID. Mm. That's bullshit. You got to get one, too. My shit expires in uh, 2021. So that's going to cause your issue when you go to to the polls. You try to show that, your ID will be invalid. Even though the date's good, you do not have a star on there saying you have a real ID. I heard that was a way to... to It's a voter infringement infringement. issue. Oh, that's trash. So tell everybody you know that they got to get that. Did they have the issue in Texas uh, at one time? They were having issue with the type of id that yeah. people were bringing to vote it's just like and it's just going to stall that, the process and yeah, it'll keep yeah. whoever else is in place for challenge in place so yeah, yeah. yeah definitely i mean there's a lot of education bits like we really got to focus on but do you but, do you think that so a lot of people had that conversation of uh donald trump already being out of office he was going to get impeached and everything like that and I, I knew it wasn't going to happen because there was too many people you i mean before he even came in we knew what we were getting you know what i mean yeah, i mean we did. and we just didn't expect it to last this long i didn't think he was going to get out of there though mm-hmm. I, I thought he i knew he was, i was like they i mean the stuff that they're bringing up is like before and it was too many people trying to justify it and it was like it wasn't like just your average Joe next door. It was like big people like justifying what he was yeah. doing or de- de- defending it. But man. I'm telling you, man, if, I if feel we like he smoked screen though, I think when he got that, I thought when he had the investigation put on him, I was like, oh yeah, okay. The Russia, like the I, voter, all of it, man. Uh, What's his name? Robert Mueller. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's yeah. going down. It's, it's it's over. He about to get up out of here. And they was reaching, man. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna go <laughs> after reaching. the lawyer. We're going. I'm like, ah, that's man. But I think, like I said, man, if he, if if the if the economy if the economy does not plummet, that dude is gonna do two terms as our president. Bring burn back, feel the burn. He too old, <laughs> man. I don't give a shit. Bernie too old, he, man. man. He ain't gotta go out there and shoot hoops with nobody like Obama was doing. Fuck the dude's like eighty six, dog. So what? All he needs four years out of him. Four years. Ninety? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Four years. How old is Bernie? Hold on, man. He might be older than eighty six, dog. Yeah, nah. You know they, yeah. they, they age, man. Burn old, bro. But oh, even God. like from a democratic lens, there are a lot of things that internally need to be fixed because there's a lot of fractures. Um, you have some that are wanting to swing. He's 76. Seventy six. Right. Seventy six. Yeah, we got time, baby. No, we don't. We got time. No, we don't. Seventy six. Trump's got four. This is he got three more years. He's gonna be seventy nine. Cool. Throw him in there. Let's go. No, Let's it's a wrap. It. Why? What, what he? What we, he gotta do? We need do? a sister girl, man. Get what he her, gotta do? We need a sister girl. Yeah. We gotta Black get a sister girl. Black girl magic. We Ooh. taking everything else. Ooh. Uh, what's your girl in California? Um, Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I like her. Don't get me wrong. I want some auntie Maxine. She cool. Well, Maxine. Oh, she, gonna make it. Nah, she, gonna... she gonna keep herself nah. right Kamala there. Harris is our best chance of sister girl. Who else? Uh, I mean, yes, but we gotta get still, it. My and we got your boy out. from Detroit. Uh, what's my man name? Um, Detroit. Yeah, from Michigan. Uh, I think about it. Hold on. Ah, light skinned brother, brown skin, bald head. Oh, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. What I said, Booker. Booker. Yeah, 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 Corey yeah. Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. but I feel as if I said Detroit. My bad. Yeah. Oh, 
Don't say you're bad. I mean, there's so many people out there. Nah, that's that why I got to get that right because he's. He, I think he, he he's has a chance. He's been around the Indy. Um, yeah, people he, are trying to say Eric Holder may try to run. He'll be here in the city mm. um, coming up very soon. But, I mean, we're kind of shaky now, I'll say, from, like, the Democratic bit. And I'm a realist and say um, all this infighting needs to be fixed. We got different viewpoints. But ultimately we have to do whatever's needed to unify the base. But um, like across the nation, got some great friends that are really stepping up to the plate and really making some strides. For instance, one of my buddies in uh, Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. Mm African-American, millennial at that, is um, in the running to be um, the lieutenant governor in Wisconsin. Yeah, and like, Lots of cool stories like that cool. across the nation. Yeah, so bottom line, you know, uh, old school, third district. I don't know, I forgot his name cool. already, man. Ar- yeah. Arthur Jones. Uh, Arthur Jones. What up, Jones? Jones? Yeah. Uh, Uncle Arthur. He he was, uh, his people was uh, my. Uh, Artie Jones. My, uh, he got to raise his ass, man. Does he not realize where the motherland was? Nah, Arthur Jones was my, uh, my slave name. Mm. Jones. <laughs> but nah, man, um. Yeah, I think he's an idiot, most definitely, for many different reasons. Uh, I think he's going to be out of there, you know. But like TC said, the scary part is there's more and more of those people Man. running. And if one decides to say, hey, I'm going to run in a different angle and hide it, and then once I win, I'm going to expose it. But in today's time, it's very hard to hide that because there's too many people pulling up old tweets, pulling up old videos. And if you had a white national, white nationalist convention, which, oh boy, they had videos of him doing hell Hitler and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's very hard to hide that. But they can prep. They can be prepping someone right now and being like, yeah, stay off that. We're going to get you in there and then we're going to have our, you know, have our people. So anyway, uh, Artie, you're the idiot of the week. So all right, let's get to this main event. All right, so Ashley, part two. Part two. I think when we left off, we were discussing uh, some healing. Yes. Um, yeah. Discussing yeah. the healing process, the next, of the next steps that mm-hmm. you went through. Um, a couple of things I wanted to ask uh, before we go to that, because I listened to it again. Of course, I had to edit it. Mm-hmm. Um, so your sister who reached out to you. You want to take the edit? Your sister who reached out to you, she is white. Yes. Okay. So your dad, who was a black guy. Yes. You're, you're biological. Yes. Where was he from? Um, Kokomo. Yeah. Okay. And were you able, were you ever able to connect with him again? Or was it one of those situations he... It was he got he got your mother pregnant or didn't know or because you know your mother hid it from everyone. Was it one of those situations where he told she told him that you were gone too or? You know, unfortunately, that's the one thing I haven't healed on yet. But hopefully, it's coming. Um, so I look at it. My mom went all this time telling everybody she lost me, quote unquote. Um, and I feel like if she's able to come clean with something as that of being able to tell the truth, you can at least come 
clean until one more truth to give me a little assurance if for instance I'll be able to connect with my biological father or not Mm -hmm. so um, unfortunately I don't know if I'll ever meet him nor do I really know what all he knows so it's it's a touchy bit but Mm. um, so that's just mystery still it is and um, there was my biological uncle that I had connected with before he passed. He passed away um, from cancer. <laughs> so your, your biological uncle. Yeah, my biological uncle. How'd you connect with him? Uh, when I met my biological family, uh, he wasn't there the day that I had the big old reunion with everybody, but why I really valued him is... Wait, wait, of, wait, wait. So your uncle... Which would have been your dad's brother? My mom's brother. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, my okay, mom's okay, brother. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, the day of the reunion, kumbaya, whatever. Surprise, Ashley's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he wasn't there. But made a promise that we would connect. Okay. To you? Um, to me, yes. So, you spoke to your yeah. dad. And why I was, well, no, my the uncle. uncle. Uncle, okay. Her mother's brother. My mother's, mother's brother, brother, yeah. Um, but what I really appreciated with him is that out of all my family and even to this day, he was the only one that came to me and saw what my life was like, mm-hmm. where literally I still remember while I was bartending, he came up to the bar, he had on his little leather jacket, driving his Harley, <sighs> like just super cool dude. But he was so, um, you know, fascinated about learning more about me mm-hmm. that I really appreciated that. And so when he told me. Um, the fact that my mom knows more about my biological dad, Mm. he was like, before he died, he was like, I will do whatever I need to do to find out about your biological dad. I know his name's George and he was like the neighborhood handyman and everyone loved him and he just always wanted to help. I bet you that's so easy to find because I know Kokomo was about like Marion. And if there's a handyman named George yeah. and he's a brother, I know someone from Kokomo will be like, yeah, that's George Johnson. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guarantee yeah, you it's yeah. probably a lot easier to find than, than not. You know, especially if you know the name George, handyman, you know. True. And I guess with it being so easy, yeah. I think that's where I'm like with my mom. Like, come on. Just yeah. tell me the truth. Yeah. Give me the benefit. So of have you doubt. asked her? Have you said I have and she won't tell me nothing. She, I don't know what What's it her is. response? Like, no, I don't know anything about him. No, I don't know anything about him. That's always the thing. So, you know, Damn. So, I, I have my feelings, but I will learn just to accept it for as it is, is truth now. Yeah. And hopefully maybe she can uh, speak truth again instead of hiding stuff from me. So uh, <laughs> let's deal with the healing. Yeah. The so, healing. so. A part of the healing is, uh, watch yourself because I hear the, uh, yeah, 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 okay. Um, so a part of the healing process is that now she's told the family. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, this is what I've been hiding. And what was that? What was your, What was the name they thought you, uh, something Lee. Jesse Lee. Jesse Lee. Jesse yeah. Lee. Here's Jesse Lee. Uh, I lied about this and um, I have... You know, I gave, you know, whatever her, whatever she told her family. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you fall in now as far as uh, the relationship aspect of it? Now, you know, I know you just said that she won't tell you about your father. 
but is this like a, a regular conversation? What other family members have you met? And just kind of how did they accept that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Hmm. So it's one of those things that I guess is ever changing. You know, in the very beginning, I was so excited about reconnecting with my biological family and felt like there was a lot that I did learn, not only about them, but myself. Uh, whether it was just for me, I've always embraced kind of having a creative mind, artistic, spiritually driven. Um, it was cool to be able to see that in family that was biological. And I mean, I, at one time, I literally thought I was just the only one in the world that embraced that. Uh, kind of mindset um you know I, I and I hate that it's like this but my reality that shaped how I've defined family was not really by blood so I tried the holidays and going but to see just this interconnected bond with everybody there but then I was like this new face trying to come into something that wasn't family I, I yeah. urge for my family and being with my adoptive family for mm -hmm. the holidays absolutely so it's it was easier just to kind of chalk it up where if someone's sick at the hospital I'll come and give my love and embrace that but it's more of like a digital online yeah I like your pictures exactly. heart, make yeah, comments, yeah. And we straight that's a lot of family <laughs> nowadays yeah <laughs> but uh you know with them living in small town Indiana and the reason why she had to give you up was because of course the racism aspect of a black man mm -hmm. and she most definitely the family probably obviously was not comfortable with that right how is now when you go to it, it, are the family is it just kind of like you think is it like a, a weird situation as far as like do you think because obviously they're probably still racist you know what I mean in a manner, I'm, I'm guessing because if she was had to hide you and lie about you, obviously mm -hmm. that's what it was. And yeah. how is, you know, when you go, is it like this weirdness or is it, you know, where they just kind of like, hey, welcome to the family? You know what I mean? Like, is, is it Art Jones? In the yeah. Family? No, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Like, oh, I mean, for real. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, far, I would definitely say not at all like the Art Jones okay. or anything like okay. that. Uh, There's always this full embracing of love. And even I think by sharing all of this, by all means, there's nothing negative or me wanting to slander anybody. Mm -hmm. um, it's just all in the connectivity where, for instance, the last time I was up there, it was for a funeral of my biological uncle. Mm-hmm. And to know, like, I'm at a funeral home and my biological uh, family, of course, is all their kin folks. I mean, total, like, rebel, like, so country. So, you're the only one with I was the only, some I, skin tone. I could count the number in the room. There were five of us total, of and, which. And the other one probably was two, work friends, you know what I mean? Like well, one, there was a sister girl that married in the uh, family and there was oh. a biracial from there and then my my mom and my stepdad so it was just weird wait 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 oh so you're but you're adopted my adoptive they came they okay came okay okay, yeah. okay i was like wait well hold on she got another brother <laughs> like yeah, okay, okay yeah. i got you i got you, I got you. so <laughs> and i think what it was really weird about it and probably why i put a little distance there is the fact that we're at a funeral home and people are meeting me there for the first time 
and then for them to really connect who I am and then to mm-hmm. know in their mind, like I'm Jesse Lee, who they thought was dead, but yeah. here I am at a funeral home where dead people yeah. are. Yeah. They're meeting me and I'm well in life. That could be your book, The Ghost of Jesse Lee. Yeah. Right. Right. That's the title. We should need yeah, yeah, so awesome. I mean, do you ever. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> the Ghost of Jesse Lee. That's my creator. But have you, yeah. at, during all this process, have you ever just wanted to stand on a ter- chair and be like, yo, look what I. Look who I've become, and because of you guys' racist views, and my mother had to hide me, she had to even say I was dead. Look what I've become. Look what you've missed out on. So I think that's where the healing came because I had a moment like where, you know, before I've always really wondered being always the different one in the rooms or mm. always the one with the lesser viewpoint or speaking up for those that maybe were being bullied or all of that, right? So I had that breaking point, but instead of being led with anger, I realized the best way that I can prove to them who I am is through my actions. But why do you need to? And it's not to really to prove to them. I think it was more or less proving to myself. That I could have allowed all of those scenarios of who this Jesse Lee is Mm -hmm. that for all these years I was dead. And then on top of it, just really where I was in life and trying Mm -hmm. to find out who I was. Mm -hmm. I think in in an eerie way, there was parts of me that I'm like, all right, I've been maybe symbolically dead or not doing anything in my Mm. life in these areas Mm. so instead of adding fuel and confirming what they thought was real i'm going to be real and start really living in different areas Mm. of my life yeah yeah you know i guess i probably would be like i you know uh oh i was gonna say something else (laughs) (laughs) um i guess i probably like you know just from the outside looking in i guess you know honestly like of course, my curiosity would always be like, damn, I wonder what my real dad or what my real mom looks like. I wonder who they are, you know. But I think once after I got, you know, and, and this is just for me from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. maybe once I, be, once I met them, I'll be like, all right, cool. Uh, you got any health problems? All right, cool. Peace. Fuck you. I'm good. You know what I mean? Especially the, maybe not my mother after she said, hey, I'm sorry. I had to do it because of these reasons. But the extended family who had these views to make her think she had to hide that, mm-hmm. I might be like, yo, I'm good on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, and I do y'all it. Arthur Jones to me. You know? well, what if their yeah. views are, are, have changed? What if their views aren't so, what they were right, 30 right. years ago? And t- I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would spin around and find yeah. out. I don't well, know. See, I don't, I'm good. I got family now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think really to what you talked about, Jones, and what TC said, I have to realize that things come full circle because of all things where, yeah, that could have been the mindset of the, the previous generations and it could, hopefully could have died with my you biological cousins grandpa, cousins, whatever. But my, my biological sister to this day actually married an African-American. Right, right, and now right, I have right. a little biological nephew mm-hmm. that where in, in my mind where they thought they could escape something yeah, They're having yeah. to live this to the every single day today. True, true, true. You're right. So you're right, you're I right. look at it that hopefully that that reunion mm-hmm. um, was not only for me, but it's to also now create this space for them to yeah, kind of live and true, learn yeah. and hopefully see that things can be different. You true. can't run away from it yeah. and embrace this 
nephew of mine to his full ability. I don't really right. wonder if their mentality has changed. And you know, I do. I, I really do. That would be that's that's like. And it could have been. And it could have. And honestly, family member holding them back. And honestly, it could have been. It may not have been the whole family. It may have been just the one. It may have been the grandmother and the grandfather who was kind of like the core of the family so, to where your mom had to be like, I don't want to disappoint them. Now yeah. they may be dead and gone. The rest of the family, like, man, we ain't been tripping on that. You know what I mean? So maybe. I, yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I didn't look at it like so that. So I can tell you it wasn't my grandma, but it definitely was my grandpa. Mm. My, he may have been. And the, he was yeah, he yeah, was yeah. he was the clutch. That was art. Yeah. That was the art. <laughs> and to <laughs> art, I mean so let me ask you guys about racism, and this is kind of going off, you know what I mean? Do you guys ever, uh, can you ever make an excuse for racism? Meaning, hold me, hold out. So, so, all right, so her grandfather was raised to be this way, right? He lives outside of Kokomo in this bubble, mm-hmm. and that's all he's ever known. But you 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 see what I'm saying? Like if that's something you if you never got out of Gary, you never left out of Gary. You just see everything black, everything black, and that's different than racism. You know what I'm saying? But like mm-hmm. once you go to once I be like TC man, you want to r- roll with me to Wyoming because I got a job, man. I got a free ticket. You walk in that mug and be like. Hell no! What's going on? You know what I mean? Gosh, and it's I very. Go to Wyoming right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, I mean, that's why I said today is very hard because we have a click of a button, and you see so many beautiful people doing beautiful things on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. You see great videos. You see people helping each other. So that's why I say it's very hard. I do. I yeah. do. I but do in feel your that. grandfather's yeah. time, he didn't have a Facebook. He didn't yeah. have social media. All he seen was this it's circle rising. of people. Product, you know? product yeah. of your environment is real. It's very real. I do. I, I mean, I, I get that. I do get that. Yeah. I, um, but to answer your question, do I think there's an excuse for racism? Uh, I don't know. Really? I mean, me hate hate breeds hate. You know, so it's kind of like you you were taught that. You you feel what I'm saying? So and that's all you know. That's all that's you've all ever you been know. around. It's right. like so. It's, so in that manner, you know. Uh, he probably don't uh, work with no blacks. He probably don't never go to Kokomo. He probably was like. This all I know, and this is all yeah. I want to know. Yeah, but at the same time, and this is something story-wise, um, I've learned to accept to this day. My adoptive family, again, my dad's side, white. My mom's side, we'll just say the United Nations, black and Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Just imagine when they united my parents. Mm-hmm. To become married, that I won't disclose what side it was, but one side was not happy for their union. So much. I bet it's the Native American side. Was that? Was it the Native American side? I won't tell which side. Probably Hispanic. Your mother has Hispanic in her too. Black Indian Hispanic. See, a lot of Hispanics then, don't play that shit, man. A lot of them be like, I, I can and see the Native American side, be like. Yeah, and then the other side being <sighs> Jewish, white, right? But your so, your dad, your your adopted dad, most definitely has an Arthur Jones somewhere in his family. So there was well, there are Arthur, <laughs> are Arthrita, we or whatever. Using, we keep or, calling it Arthur Arthrita. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah. but even as well, I mean, it, it could be on any side, right? Absolutely, right. absolutely. And I remember just learning of when my my parents decided to get married. The hate was real on both sides. 
because it was acceptance of things unknown mm-hmm. and the fact of that's not how they all grew up to know what love was. Yeah, man, I seen some I seen some Hispanics, man, that have been very like don't date outside, don't date blacks. Shoot, oh, I yeah. wish my brother knew that. Oh yeah, they they they, they black. We only they know we they will let they will let their kid date a white guy, a white man, because white has been looked at as success. It's success. It's success. You know what I mean? They don't you know, yeah. and then you know, black people. I've Same seen, with like uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah, you ain't yeah. going outside the culture. You know what I mean, they they really at least they, they say stay in the that. culture. Like yeah. I've seen Hispanic families say you can date a white guy, but you can't date a black guy. I'm like, <laughs> I hate y'all worse than we. that question you asked it just got my wheels turning, man. What? Um, this what, is as far question? as uh, can you make an excuse for racism? And so then, I mean, I'm thinking like, think about a black person that's racist against white people. But their reason for being racist against that we white talked person about that before. Yeah. is because of what white people did to mm-hmm. black people. So at that point, and you're like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what I, I always say that. Like, I don't, I've, I, and, and I'm just speaking for me, and y'all can dive in if you want. But my grandmother, and I can always, I always reference my grandmother because she went to some of the extreme times. She was in the Delta of Mississippi. She's 84 years old. Right. She went where you know, it was basically against the law to go work for someone else. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. a sharecropping. They were still picking cotton. Throughout all of that time, man, I've never once in my life heard my grandmother say, hate white people for because they're white. Mm-hmm. I've never heard her say that. Mm-hmm. She's always say, be careful of that white man because you're black. He's going to look at you a certain way. Mm-hmm. He, she's always said, be careful of, you know, certain type of white people. But she's never said hate him because he's white. Color your skin. Right, it's right. always been because of the hate that they have given out to her or us as a black people. Mm-hmm. She's always been be aware, be careful, watch out. You know what I mean? Like So is it racism or prejudice? Yeah, I, I don't think it's racist. I think it's a prejudice. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, because she's prejudging them because of the pain and the issue, affliction. The, the affliction that's been caused on us as a people. Mm-hmm. She ain't never just been like, hate him because he white. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, never said that because of his race. She's like, yo, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't know, man. I, yeah. yeah. Some do. Yeah. I'd be hard-pressed to believe that it ain't some out there that's... Well, I just hate him because he's white. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure I there's some... That. I'm sure there's yeah. some... Uh, there's, they, they like, like they're, they're less forgiving. They're very... <laughs> yeah. And they're less logical. They just put them all together. That, like, fuck all of them. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck them all. You know? Yeah, I think it's. I think. It's, it's, I think percentage-wise, I think it's higher percentage of white people. I. I can say. I think. You know, there's a, probably a higher percentage of white people who, who had just breathed this because it's been. It's a talk. It's taught. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like from deep generation of generation, mm-hmm. because of people like the author or like you said, like we talked about your grandfather, mm-hmm. who lived in a bubble of. No one, nothing else but that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that I'm offended saying? me fifty percent. I'm just kidding. Fifty <laughs> percent. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I think ultimately, where we can just define, I think, ways we will keep one another separate, whether it's racism, prejudice, our personal experiences, biases. It's like. How will we ever grow in society? Yeah, I get it where some may automatically say that's just how society is. We're always going to be divided. But I I don't know. Like, I guess because where before, um, as I was mentioning, and this was a part of the healing process, 
I would always wonder, like, why was I always the different one? Whether it was my thought, the color of my skin, female, geographical, whatever. But now it's like, because the divisiveness in society, I never settled for the status quo before. And now I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to give up. Because, again, that one ounce or having that different opinion could be the one thing that could help change what society is or that mindset. I don't know if that makes sense or not. No, but for you. me, I like I, I, I refuse to go with what the majority thinks. Yeah. And in today's society, the majority being seen as so pessimistic, like I will do whatever thing in my power to be that optimist and try to keep things going and settle instead of settling for negativity mm-hmm. or just saying it is what it is. Yeah, well, do you think that, the, do you think that we, so we've had conversation off mics just before we even started recording and some of the positive things that you guys are trying to do in the community. Yeah. And um, do we still push this black community? We need more. Pushing. So in the company, Go ahead, but do we do we so, put, do we not okay see, not, see, not, so there, there's a there's probably you get an organization yeah, or a pinpoint or a pin person point yeah. person that's pushing it but is the community as a whole pushing it or is everyone working towards that common goal but like they did back in the day but it counters be, what she's saying and you're right you're right tc you know I mean? because because the thing is like are, you're saying we should we should why should we have a strictly black community? I wouldn't even say that it's a, a strictly black community. But you call it a black community. It should Our be black. majority black. Or at least striving okay. 90%. for excellent. <laughs> Why? Okay, see. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, where yeah, I, yeah, TC yeah. beat me to the foot. That's where I was <laughs> <Right>. going. <laughs> but I'm just, Uh-oh. I think we're, I think really where we're at today or whatever, <laughs> when we look at success, we right, right. automatically um, equate, and when I say we, um, on all cultures and perspectives, the suburbs, white picket fence, this is what the American dream is. When we know in all reality, that's not so much the case. Like, but, yeah, I know you're going to have a little bit of quietness, but like at the same time, what can we do so every community has that means of being able to have good quality. What's wrong with us saying that we want an all-black neighborhood? There's nothing wrong with saying that. What's wrong with Arthur saying it? Well, because Arthur's intention <laughs> he, he, okay, okay, is I, filled with spite and hate. I was going to say, I'll help you Versus us in today where we want to be able to not feel like as the black culture, it's marginalized, people are always using systems, oppressiveness against us, when in a whole, like, everybody should be able to strive to have a good quality life. So a lot of times I think people have, this has been a conversation, I heard this back, I remember when... Um, Wakanda. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, I remember my uncle, man, my uncle was like this super woke brother. Hold on, let me tell you, my uncle was super woke. Uh-huh. Was he a hope tip? He was damn near hotel, but he oh. made not, he didn't back then. It was he like, wasn't bashing no females though, right? No, 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 no. Okay. no. So he so was he a hotel. <laughs> this hotel wasn't born yet. I don't think oh, this okay. is back when I was a little kid, and I remember he used to listen to X Clan all the time. I used to be like, "What's this mean?" X Clan to say something, and "What's this mean?" What's this mean? I mean, he was like he was straight like with the Asiatic black man. Like he was that kind of brother, right? Mm. And I used to just be like, um, I remember one time he told me like how we were better as a people before integration 
he was saying that, you know, um, before before we were integrated, he was saying black people had to live in black neighborhoods. So we protected each other. We had the black banks. We had the black, because you had nowhere else to go. You had to go shop at the black grocery store. You had to go to the school. He said the only issue was we were separate, but it wasn't equal. He said, ideally, we would like to be separate, but we would have, we would like to have be equal. So, for example, we were separated, but we got like third edition books to where we were like on tenth edition. Like y'all get the hand hand me down books. Mm-hmm. He was like a community would be this the society would be so great if we were separate but equal. Now, I don't agree with that. I mean, because I mean, I got okay neighbors now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but like if you look at it in the manner of like what you're saying, the majority black neighborhood, we want the black bank. We want the what is I don't think there's anything wrong with it, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like All if right. we were Wakanda. Like you, you you feel you feel it, but then you trying to not be hypocritical right. because you're saying you you know, you yeah, you're yeah. condemning the person that's saying We condemn well, author we, all day. Right. Like you want the white neighborhood, it's better that way. If it's all white, da, 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 we yeah. shouldn't be mixed. You know what I mean? It's like literally the same thing coming from somebody else. And it's like we don't like when they say it, but then we over but, here we want Because we go to little Mexico, we go to little China, we go to these areas that's majority even like the jewish community they have their area we go to we go south we go like super west of michigan street on indianapolis mexican grocery store mexican you know what i mean like everything you know what i mean and you know i don't where's ours yeah they, 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 they closed down we had them you can't you yeah. can't say where's ours we've had them right there's been and a lot so, of black business can, in and they but fell. we can say that because the deeper issue is why did they fall? Right, and it's the unity you and the base, I mean? and unity and, and being what? able to help and, and know Support. as a culture that mm. we can still come together off the basis of cultural enrichment. When we unify, that we're doing it on the basis of like building a sense of community, not because we have to, but it's because we can, and we're able to say it's based on the problem is we don't have to anymore. We I, don't have to. Yet at the same time, I think that w- there's a lot of the mindsets of the Joneses. Don't and I I lived uh, it again. No you have to remember being from Noblesville. Mm-hmm. I know like what it is as far as being in quality, but who am I like to say, okay, there's certain things I have, yeah. but then no, right down the street, there's my neighbors and all of that that are hungry. Like TC, are being like TC said, but TC, and you sometimes said. it's role models and just going back and T- being there. TC what? said something a couple episodes ago with Chip. You was like, yo man, Turn tech out. Make it be make it be HBC. <laughs> make he tech could. be HBC. But, uh, on the black on the business tip, man, I I can't I cannot I cannot put the failure of black business on lack of support. I can't. It may you be need partial. To know quality as a what whole. if you didn't have it an option? What if you didn't have an option? You couldn't go. You couldn't go to a white bank. You couldn't go to a, a majority. You couldn't go to Marsh out here. You had to go to the black. Yeah, but grocery we got, store. We got options. We don't have a black grocery store, huh? We, we will. Black, but I'm saying we we, we, we have. Are. I'm just saying like other businesses, you know, fucking beeper store, goddamn. Uh, but but you can go clothing to a, store. But you whatever. can go to AT and T. Like, you can go to Target. What right. if you had to go there? Yeah, that's if you, it'd be that's, successful. That's, that's if you forced to, but it'd be successful then. Or janky business. 
we've had that. No, we have the that thing is, no, the thing is, we gotta know the quality if, if of If we ourselves had to go, if so we, we had to go, others. if we had to go to those places, of the 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 janky business would go out of would go out of business, but there would be another positive business that's in the black community. You would go, you'd be like, yo. I ain't fucking with that grocery store. I'm going over here to the person who's running it good, right. just yeah. like we do anyway. You right. know what I'm saying? But they're just not black. No, no, I'm saying, yeah, no, it's right. not. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's going to be the issue. See, the thing is, I think like going back to what we're saying is like, just as much as we don't think author is going to have a 90% black or a 90% white neighborhood, I don't think it's just not going to happen anymore because yeah. because that's an old blueprint that's not going to work in our society. So no. we're not going to have. Because there's too many choices, man. There's, there's so many choices. There's so many flavors that you can choose. It's like, yo, that didn't work that one time. I got three more places I can go. That's not. That's going to be, you know what I mean? So I think that's what's happened to the black, quote unquote, black business. And quote unquote, you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, because there's been some failure of white businesses and whoever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's, I, yeah. I, this This whole conversation just makes me think about how hypocritical the thought of Wakanda sounds. You we, know what I'm we be like, Wakanda. Yeah. You think I, about I, it. I don't it, care. I'm Wakanda wherever, wherever. Yeah, but it's like we down. We, 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 we on arts ass. We like, art shut the you trash. You the idiot. Yeah. Da, da, da. But he but, pretty much saying you want a white want Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's all he's saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, uh. But some missed it. I'm gonna counteract you on this, but there is a After white, the there is a white Wakanda, and I think that America. Yeah, <laughs> so I think when we want a Wakanda, I think it's just the dream of being able to say, "Hey, we want to be able to have what you've had your whole Resources. life." You know what I mean? Mm. And I think that's the difference between us wanting it and versus what what author wants. And I think yeah. so. I think the other thing that's different is that we we would be inclusive, like they like. Like where they're like, it's they're like no blacks allowed. I don't think that we would be like no whites allowed. I think we nah, would be welcoming. Nah. Like you could come in. We just wanna, we wanna own. We wanna operate. We're not gonna throw not, drinks but we, but we welcome whoever. Well, yeah, when we try to come to your joint, you know, we get you spit on you. We ain't might be, we here, might have to be like da, da, da. that, man. We might have to be like Wakanda. They only let like two white boys in. <laughs> Straight up, Damn, They, they let everybody the, in on Avengers. The, they got the camouflage. Uh, you can't even see that joint. <laughs> but no, they let everybody. They, oh, there was a whole bunch of white dudes on Avengers. They had to. They let Thor in. They let Captain America in. Remember, it was Bucky and old boy from the CIA. They had to. Yeah. yeah this was a wrap. They know some like, okay, what color you are. They was gonna whoop. They yeah. was gonna we was gonna sweep through them, bro. He already did. Even with the in there. Sorry, we got off topic. What kind of but no, I think there is a difference between authors want of all white versus what we would want as an all black culture or yeah. or neighborhood. And TC, you're right. We would never be like, no whites allowed. Yeah. We're just saying we want the pride of saying, hey, we are here so, together look, and look we stand we together. Look, look what we, we own. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So come after, celebrate this mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. But see, even at the end of um, Black Panther, even- the credits rolled and then there was this scene. I feel like a lot of people missed it when they um, left early. Yeah, yeah, because they left early. Maybe yeah. they just wanted to they leave early know. instead of knowing what we could do. Mm-hmm. But there was a scene in front of the United Nations, and they're making the presentation about yeah. the vibranium and that what they mad. would be doing to help leverage that's what he, power that's what he by not up. holding it to themselves, yeah. but by giving he it kept amongst it. He the lonely. He shouldn't even fool with them. What? No, I thought that shit got wrecked. <laughs> 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 we kind of go have a liquor store. 
Oh, you somebody gonna capitalize off Wakanda. Mm. They gonna be like, you can do what? All right, I got y'all. Somebody go cut. It's gonna be gentrification. <laughs> Wakanda go stupid gentrified. Uh, but no, nah, man, I think uh, vibranium Starbucks mugs. Yeah, <laughs> it'll never get cold. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but um. Yeah, man, I think uh, we got way off course of your story. Uh, we did, we did. But it was all good. Somewhat, somewhat, we stayed there. So, oh yeah, healing, healing, right? Yeah, but so, so, with us getting, we we had our hours. So, but but I I do, so what now? What now? Um, You talk to your mom still? I mean, are are y'all? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not mean at all to one another. It's not like... I am on the phone or a lot of face-to-face interactions, but we're, we're good. We're in a good place because I, you know, can say maybe it's the mother's intuition about why she wanted to find me then. Right. Did you ever, I, did like you, she, I have huh? a question. On did that. you ever give up the, did you ever give us the, I can't remember my issues. No, no, no. Did you ever give us the, uh, I think we left off with asking, uh, why she gave you? Why she gave you up? Answer that. Did you ever answer yeah, that question? Answer it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer, did, okay. She did right. it. Coke right outside of Coke. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I didn't know. We, like, she, now we covered. But okay. my question. Okay. So, so my big. <laughs> my, sure, man. My bigger question, and we can go into like you know how it's affected you and some of the things you grew up. I know we kind of touched on it before, but one of my main questions is, um, I know your sister reached out, and do you think your mother was doing? Having you come back in her life, was it for like selfish reasons to say, hey, I'm doing this for me? Or was it, hey, I'm doing this to really say, I'm sorry, I messed up, you know what I mean? I I made a bad decision 30, whatever long ago, you know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, it would be the latter, but it was ultimately because no matter what, it was a mother's intuition to find me in that now. Like, sure, we could have gone all of this time, you know, being separated, but me personally, at a critical part of my life, it was everything I needed. I guess I asked that question because she's still leaving pieces out of... But maybe it's for her to leave those pieces out for me to discover on my own. It could be that, or it could be more or less she played the role she needed to about finding me, helping answer questions, and maybe it is, I mean, even though I don't like it, another way of protecting me just to keep me motivated and not dwelling in something negative that I can't But change. is that her, but my, th- my question is, so, so like. You just, you just made me think of something. But yeah. do, you, do you have like that approach of saying, hey, you lost that privilege of being my protector. Uh, now you just have to continue to say, hey, it's time for you to answer questions. I've gone this long of being lost in a sense because you said there was many ways of where yeah. the discovery of her kind of fulfilled some of the, 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 the things that you had lost in your life that you felt incomplete. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it, you know, is it like, yo, because we had um, uh, what's her name on Ashley. Remember, she was telling about her adopted family in Fort Wayne, and Ashley, remember the model? Oh we yes, had a yes. very similar story. Yeah. Oh. And uh, 
it's almost kind of, you know, like, have you ever had that approach where they're like, yo, like, I'm a grown woman. It's time for you. you, you you're not my protector anymore. Like, let's have this, like, woman-to-woman -woman conversation now. I think more or less I thought I was being woman-to-woman -woman with the mm -hmm. approach. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I still never got the answer. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. so. And you can't force it. And I can't yeah, force yeah, 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 it. Right, right. So the best way. I feel like not for her, but for myself to not dwell on it is just being the best person I can be today. Do you call and her so, mom? Huh? Do you call her mom? I call her mama Chris. Do you? Okay. Mm -hmm. That's big. That's it's not big. mom. I call her mama Chris. Mm -hmm. And it, it's did you make? Did you make that decision or who, who made the decision to go with the, the mama, you know, even mama I Chris? I called her mama Chris. That me personally. She's just like, call me Chris. But it's mama Chris to me. Okay. And That's it's mom respect. when it comes to my adoptive. Yeah. I gave her, I mean, I gave her credit. She did yeah. conceive me and bring me into this world. Yeah. And at some time, yeah. even though the crazy story <laughs> of it, like, I have to admit, she saved me. For sure. She For saved sure. me in For ways sure. that I didn't know I need saved. And that kind of goes back to the end of our for episode one where the stepping back and knowing where they were at at that time yeah. and the position she was in. And the even just the maturity of saying, maybe she thought that was the perfect thing for to do to protect Absolutely. you, to protect yeah. herself, to protect you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 Because you could have grown up in a long of being like this, 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 this family who never accepted you. That could have called oh, you to have shit. all these insecurities. Not grown up at all. Yeah, you know, could have yeah. been you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you ever seen the movie Coco? I did. This I is, cried. This is, this is what it. This what I'm yeah. thinking of. The I whole, never seen Coco. This is the whole Coco. protecting because like the the uh, what's his name Miguel. He was yeah. trying to find out about his answer, his great grandfather, uh -huh. and he idolized his great grandfather. And this whole thing was like, you know, I love music. Yo, know, mm -hmm. he's like, I love music. I, where am I getting this from? Oh, it's from my great grandfather. And I need to figure out like who this man was. I need to meet him. I need to talk to him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But then he had the whole family on in the afterlife that's trying to keep him from quote unquote protect him. Like, no, you don't you know, need to do this. That. You don't need to. You don't need to know. You know what I mean? So you saying you talking about how your mom is you know not giving you the answers that you want, and you think yeah. she's kind of like I think that's her way of protecting me from something that you might not want to know. Hey, you might have to get your Miguel on. <laughs> I, I might have to. <laughs> and, you know, and, and dig deeper. And, and that's what he did. I mean, and and it's crazy. It, it's messed up. You know, it, it was bad news. But then at the end, like what he actually found out, he ended up loving more. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, like it, he, yeah. Like the bad news ended up turning into good. Like it was initial disappointment. Like what? Like I believed this my whole life and I thought da da da. But then when he found out what he really had, mm -hmm. it was like wow. Well, I actually ended up with something better yeah. than what I thought I had to begin with. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it could be a protection thing, and it could be like like I mean, you have to figure it out and and and, and dig a little deeper on your own and mm -hmm. see what you can discover so yeah. and it's so crazy because i know like, hold up hold up you went out is that better yeah. okay so what was what on i can't even see your car so like Really with a <laughs> really put I mean, a pause, put a pause. Give it like ten seconds. Oh, yeah.
right, go ahead. So, real people having real conversations. Real people having oh, real conversations. Shit. Um, I mean, it could be one of those things drunk. where she could be protecting me, or it could be one of those things of what you're talking about as well, as far as I'm going to set this up so I just don't give everything to mm-hmm. you, but maybe it's going to help encourage you once you know yourself that in due time when you're ready to t- tackle that, I'm able to then do it and feel like it is. She got to give you some Easter eggs. She got to give something. you something. At yeah. least put it on a little, little in one of them so, plastic <laughs> eggs, something. You know, a little, little trinkets, a, little, a, a yeah. little trail to help you along the way. You feel but I, I think mean? she like, has in her own mm-hmm. different way. And I think okay. what it is, it's like, before I'll be so honest, because of always feeling like that different one mm-hmm. again, I would always find myself having like these different masks about who I had to be to feel like I could fit in, even though I knew like I would be that different one, right? And so when she, I met her, mm-hmm. it was like slowly but surely with those conversations, even from a distance, those masks slowly went away. Mm-hmm. Probably why today I have no poker face, no filter. Mm-hmm. It is who it is. You know who I am. And I have no shame at all about who I am before yeah, yeah. I would struggle to even feel like I had a voice in gotcha. certain situations. So how does your mother? She is you're, 52. You're. So we might have some Kokomo listeners. So if there's Uh-oh. a, if there's a Greg out there, who's a handyman, George, G, they may call him G, <laughs> but if there's yeah. a, I mean, you know, we may get that like email like, yo, yeah, that's my uncle George. Uh oh, I heard about something like this. You yeah. never know. Yeah, that is crazy. You if, know what I mean? We may, yeah. you never know. So yeah. 50, 50, yeah, 50 in the fifties, George out there, handyman. Yeah. I mean, and if if make, Facebook brought me together with my biological mom, anything is, is possible. Stakes hey, is high. We, we bringing families together. Yeah, over here. yeah, yeah. yeah Y'all better are. listen. Y'all better listen. <laughs> yeah. So What's I mean, I uh, about to ask you, like, what what um, real quick, um, birthdays, holidays, you know, Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. Mother's Day. How are, are those things that you celebrate? Are with you your biological? I'm mother? always with my adoptive. Yeah, do you? Have, I mean, do you even reach out to your biological mother on like birthday? Get a little birthday. special Facebook post, and I feel but, bad that it uh, is. But again, sure, yeah. how I've defined family and love, it's just been uh, from a distance. So it's still you. Still kind of like you. You hold back from reaching yeah, out to her on, on those special days. And I feel bad. It's maybe the guilty by association because, again, I love dearly my mom and my aunt and my grandma. Like, they're real cool or whatever. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, my, my brother and sister are cool. But I had one incident with one of my family members. I'll leave that kin connection aside. Mm-hmm. But um, she literally, if anybody knows me, knows I'm all about blacks in the whole Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. What motivates me Uh-oh. is that face- black power that fists us up, right? <laughs> oh, it was matter. a Facebook post. All lives matter. <laughs> That's what it is. It, well, <laughs> but she had the audacity to send me a private message being like, you don't embrace your white side, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Why is it like this? This is the reason why you don't want to get to know your biological family. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, if you really want to talk, and this tells you how small the world is, mm-hmm. 
You want to go ahead and say that, but little do you know, your sister, my mom used to teach. My mom, being a minority teacher, used to teach your sister. Mm. So your life as having your sister learn was good for that black life to teach your sister? Mm. Why can I not be able to embrace what blackness is? Right. Why can't others be able to feel whole like I do in the moment? It's hard for people to understand that just because you're pro something that you're not anti something else. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard hard for people to grasp that concept. Yeah, I think it's just because it's been vilified. You know, they they villain, they mm -hmm. make certain... I'm pro such and such. Right. They, they put the villain. Mark but you, but on you know it, why? You know, you, you know how? It, it's guilt. It's guilt to me. Yeah. You think you think about white? Why, people, you think about white power? And people, KKK. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. It's pro white because they hate black. Mm-hmm. They hate yeah. you. You know what I mean? They pro. They're pro white for that reason. Yeah. So if you say you pro black to them. They're going to think of it the same way they think of it. Like, yeah. oh, that means you're anti-white. Mm-hmm. So they're going to think of the same thing, it's, you know. And even, like, I'll be real, it happens on both sides. Some say that I choose to support the black side out of my own white guilty conscience because mm. I am mixed. What do you mean white guilty conscience? What is that? Because I'm, I'm <laughs> white, uh-huh. there's certain privileges they see uh-huh. that I have to overcompensate my blackness to Black Lives Matter are different things because my oh, they, white side is guilty. They're trying to call you Rachel Dozel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. Nah, because Rachel didn't have no black in her. Nah, she no, did, you know what but you, she, she act like it. Nah, you know who does that? You know who the, if you watch, um, what's the Netflix joint? Uh, oh, Dear White they're People. Dear White People, yeah. I don't yeah, watch yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, you have to watch it. Oh, sleep. Oh, yeah. I didn't fell asleep and on the movie, so, many so I didn't even want to watch the show. I'll be honest. Nah, the show's way better. You got to watch it. The show's better than the movie? I, I never seen the movie, but the show's uh, the, the, the show's the good. series dope. Uh, it's dope. The series super dope. But Homegirl, you remember she? You know, even one of the second season. Yeah, there's so dad, many similarities. The white dad, uh, and, like, and when the Whoa. dad died, she felt guilt. You know, so, and yeah. she was, oh man, yeah. Um, I mean, we go, we getting, we getting close to the time, and uh, I really thank you for coming back for part two. Thank oh, you yeah. for the invite. Oh yeah, oh yeah. First in history. One of my last questions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For she, sure. She gonna, she gonna ride with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, Proud. One of my last questions, I guess. Um, after we after we complete our episodes, you know, when we have guests, we you know, of course, we expect we don't we don't we can't force anybody to share share their on their social media and yeah. everything like that. And hopefully, you do. Oh, but I'm my open. question is, are you going to send this link to your mother? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I I, and that's the one beautiful thing about it. Mm-hmm. What's, what's your what's her, what's her name? Christy. Hi, Christy. We've we've heard a lot about you so far the last two episodes. And I still love <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Christy could come on and tell her side of the story. Hey, that'd Yo, be that would be yeah. crazy. <laughs> like one story I, I heard of back in her heyday, like that'd when she crazy. was in her 20s. Maybe she could tell why. That'd be dope because that she could be. give her point of view on why. Because we never have once blamed her on this episode. No. Yeah. We've really tried to understand. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Christy, come on. We, we 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 welcome you with open arms. We'll oh, come that would to be you. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, make that happen, Ash. Okay. See, we came for See, it's Christy. Okay. Christy may be like, y'all crazy. Y'all might have to take the show on the road to her. Right, we go. We come to you. <laughs> Where's she at? Kokomo. Yeah, man. Christy, we roll up. You can make us some soft chocolate chip cookies, and you know. Oh, now she, the family can cook. That's funny. That sounds like a movie. <laughs> they I do just cook. Watch, man. They can cook their butts off. Oh, what's we, the name we, of that movie? Me and TC will get out. <laughs> we get no, hey, I you stupid. I'll, I'll make sure that. Uh, they I'm wearing earmuffs the whole time, bro. <laughs> yeah, get me. No, I no, caught in my ears, dog. Like Stuff in that bitch. 
nope. from the chair to cotton yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you say hi. Wow. I'll be so, hi. Huh? <laughs> no, stop it, man. <laughs> Christy, go like with Christy. Yeah, it's all fun. We have fun. Great. Yeah, yeah. We we would like to hear. I mean, because maybe she can. <laughs> she answer, was a maybe she can answer some of these questions or why. Like, hey, I choose not to because I, I choose not to introduce or even take that part of my life or even your life out as yeah. far as with your biological father. There may be reason. True. She may be like, that's not I, that's not a part of something I, we don't know, you know what I'm saying? Dude, that would be crazy. Like, what if like, oh my God. I'm like, gonna make she could like expose pictures. stuff to you just doing that and conversation. And it could be a healing like, process for everyone. And you'd yeah. be like, what? It what? could be a healing process for everyone here Man, on the stakes that would, side. That would be crazy. Yeah. Christy, if you're interested, please let Ashley know and we will. I mean, we're, yeah, we're very non-threatening brothers. We will come and we have fun. We can, we got, I don't know if you drink or not, but hey. Hey, hey. We'll have, you know, just a good conversation and most definitely let you tell your story. It's me. no malice in our heart. We're approachable no. We're approachable dudes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we and got college degrees. You know about that. Uh, you know, that went over your head, so it's okay. Yeah, malice. I got uh, Drake. <laughs> over your head. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drake. Okay. Um, but yeah, but so you, okay, that's good. I think I think that would be great for her to hear this because she may have things, you may have said things that, She's never heard. Man. Yeah. And at first, I'll be real. I was thinking, I got so excited. Like, I want to share my story. And then I was like, all right, am I just speaking too quick? Like, being reactive or not? Yeah, but yeah. honestly, I'm really thankful for this because I can't internalize how I feel. I have mm. to learn to speak it because Dope. if, for instance, with everybody else having different things going on in their life. Yeah, yeah. Hey, my story's crazy. And if it helps make their story feel sane and to get yeah. over things, cool. But, you know, at the end of the day, I hope by sharing yes. all this craziness, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's mm -hmm. never, like, I never thought that there would be, you know, a point I can wake up and say I'm living in my purpose every single day. That's dope. That's dope. Making a difference every single right. day. And I have you, new you, ways of living and inspiring and yes. no one can yes. help yes. take that from Inspiring. Me. You're yeah. helping somebody. Someone this this story, yeah. just sell, sharing your story is definitely going to help. And somebody. one of the things, Thanks. I appreciate that. And one of the things uh, I always, always reflect because someone came to me because I've been very, uh, it, it, this has been a healing process to do this, to talk on this mic. Yeah. And I've been able to express things that happened to me in my life, especially with the relationship with my mother. Mm -hmm. um, but someone asked me, like, you know, how do you think she would feel if she listened to this and heard you say the things you say? And my response was, I'm just telling my story. Yep. You can't be mad at my story. I, this, is how I, this is how I feel. This, I'm not exposing things about you that I have nothing to do with. Everything that I'm talking about is from me yes. and the way I feel and the things that I went through. You know what I mean? Now, when you go on and telling stories about people that has nothing to do with you, that's, that's totally different. Story, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But when it's about me and my story and my view on life and the things that the reasons why I feel the way I feel, you can't take that away from me. Never. So, you know, and, and I'm saying that for hopefully your mother never once felt she's felt offended throughout these two episodes we have to know this is coming from me you mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so hopefully she understands that if it, uh, you know I, I don't know you know you yeah you're gonna send it to her so hopefully you know she she'll yeah. you know be okay with it so and ultimately this could be my greatest test because you know i always sit up there and say like 
all right, I have no mask. This is who I am, but I mm-hmm. can't be fully who I am if I'm not willing to say how I feel and my perspective to every single life that impacts me. Absolutely. And she impacted my life. Boom. So, and you've been very vocal. You've said that yeah. the whole time, you know. Yeah. Man, we might have a part three, the Christie story. Hey, what's the up, Christie? Christie? Man, that would be crazy. Oh, let me do it. I did, I did <laughs> learn in her heyday, though. She was selected to be a, a Playboy model. Oh, also, so, Christy so fine there. More. What's up, Christy? She look, she cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let me stop. Yeah. Uh, That's part of part three story. Now I ain't going to have that today. Uh, we got to ask her about that. Though. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. So I mean, there's a couple things that could happen in this. Hopefully, you know, if 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 we can't get Christy on, hopefully she this will be uh, an eye-opening conversation that she may have with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, people from, people from, Co- you know, people from Kokomo or whoever may be listening and be like, yo, I know, uh, you said George, right? George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 87. Yeah. I'm I know 87 George, baby. I know he's a handyman. <laughs> I hear George, I, you know, who knows? I don't know. And maybe there's a reason why Christy wouldn't be like, that's why I didn't want to, I didn't want to give that part to you because of this or because, you know, I don't know. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, I appreciate you coming. Hey, I appreciate the invite. This is really this do. was dope, man. This yes, is dope. Yeah, this is dope. I enjoyed this. two piece. Yeah, hopefully two piece in the biscuit. Yeah, yes. hopefully crispy biscuit. Yep, you caught it. You caught it. That'd be dope. Man. That would that would be crazy. Oh, man, Chrissy, yeah. please, if you want to, you know, we that, that'd be a great story. I mean, this may help someone. This may help. Anyone out there with questions or about life, about whatever, you know. So that's why we do this. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate it. It gives me encouragement to actually take it and write it now. Because mm. I know everyone says they're going to write a book, but I really. Story keep... of Jesse Lee. Yeah. No, what you say, TC? The ghost. Yep. The, the ghost. ghost of Jesse Lee. The ghost of Jesse Lee. Yeah. Jesse Lee. The ghost of Jesse Lee. That's dope. Uh, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> stupid. That could be my pen name now. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse yeah, if you write a fictional book, it's gonna be the <laughs> author like, Jesse. I heard Lee. this <laughs> stakes is high podcast before. Yeah, are you sure? No, no, no that's you. That's Y'all all know you. It's me. It's your, it's, yeah, it's all you, man. You ain't no denying it. No, yeah, yeah. So you can't hide it either. Oh. All right, Ashley, you want to give out your socials where they can find you? And yeah. I know you got some big things going on, and um. You know, mm-hmm. outside of the story, you know, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you got anything you want to promote, yeah, yeah, know, put yeah. it out. Um, so as far as social media, I guess uh, Instagram, Twitter, we have, yeah, we have you Snapchat, mm-hmm. Ashley Nicole eight oh seven, and then Facebook. I don't have a page, but it's Ashley Gervitz, G U R V I T Z. Um, yeah, connect with me anytime. Um, regarding just things to keep out in your radar. I'm totally about building whatever we call Wakanda, which is <laughs> associated more from a faith ministry with um, our rock initiatives. So 40, 45 new homes in a mile of radius and the community ne- never thought that there would be that opportunity. So food deserts uh, being tackled where people are being fed in many ways. So cool. Anything with that, I'm yeah, on we board to get assistance with. So yeah, we'll have you tagged on all our, uh, you know, all our social media. So yeah. Um, yeah, thank you again. Well, thank you for the invite. That's dope. You you know you got big things in the community going on. So you know that's why we're here. So once you get those things moving, and Absolutely. you most definitely come back and yeah. you know push those things and join some of this conversation that we have on topics we have. That'll be dope. 
Hey. All right. Cool, All right. Cool, cool. Great. Thank you. Yeah. TC, where can they find us? That's at Stakes is High Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at TexasHighPod at gmail.com. Yeah. If you need a bartender, Ashley will hook you up. Oh, yeah. Strong Island. Strong Island. On deck. <laughs> on deck. She got it. Uh, yeah. Recipe. Ready. Yeah, man. I thought I retired. No, oh, you yeah, you'll never retire. Look, uh, you'll retire from it. You got a the bottle, <laughs> you, you can make it up. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh Stakes is high podcast. Peace. Peace.